0: Welcome to the St. Michael Advent Podcast Series. My name is Greg Pickens, and I will be leading our meditation today. Our theme this Advent is Hope. May you be blessed for the Christian journey. The glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together. Luke, chapter 22, verses 1-13. through 13. Now the festival of unleavened bread, which is called the Passover, was near. The chief priests and the scribes were looking for a way to put Jesus to death, for they were afraid of the people. Then Satan entered into Judas called Iscariot, who was one of the twelve. He went away and conferred with the chief priests and officers of the temple police about how he might betray him to them. They were greatly pleased and agreed to give him money. So he consented and began to look for an opportunity to betray him to them when no crowd was present. Then came the day of unleavened bread, on which the Passover lamb was to be sacrificed. So Jesus sent Peter and John, saying, Go and prepare the Passover meal for us, that we may eat it. They asked him, Where do you want us to make preparations for it? Listen, he said to them. When you have entered the city, a man carrying a jar of water will meet you. Follow him into the house he enters and say to the owner of the house, The teacher asks you, Where is the guest room where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? He will show you a large room upstairs already furnished. Make preparations for us there. So they went and found everything as he had told them, and they prepared the Passover meal. Here ends the reading. Jesus was used to dealing with people who were fixated on maintaining their lofty positions and illicit gains at the expense of others. These people were easy to expose for who and what they were, charlatans and thieves, taking money from the poor and lining their own pockets, using their position to withhold sustenance from the aged and keeping it for themselves. Even while being dragged into the light by Jesus, these people fought back by attacking him, marginalizing our Lord, and trying to intimidate him. The list of indignities seem endless as we read the Gospels. We have all experienced this at one point or another, haven't we? Navigating people who are of low character as part and parcel of being on this earth. Having to deal with those who would act dishonorably in business or in our personal lives. We don't like this, but we accept this as part of a fallen world. Our scriptures for today give us a disturbing look into Jesus' daily life. Not only was our Lord dealing with those who created and perpetuated a system of power and oppression tuned to inflate their own egos and line their pockets, now with Satan having entered the clouded and confused mind of Judas, We have the full presence of the enemy of God in Judas himself. This is a disturbing reveal into the nature of spiritual warfare. We as Episcopalians understand the scriptures. They show us there is a personage called Satan. And whether we have a personal experience with evil in our lives or not, we have a world history to verify the reality of evil. I can't imagine what Jesus must have felt. It seemed like everywhere he turned, there were limited choices and people who wanted ill for him. And given all of this, what did Jesus do? He continued on with his mission and ministry. In the face of all that was against him, Jesus simply continued doing what was before him. The actions and words of Jesus has this innate power among his followers. This comes from several sources. As the Son of God, Jesus had authority from the Father. He was and remains the Savior of the world. And Jesus continued on despite the pressures and pushes and threats from those who would do him harm. He continued despite all the forces of evil, even the very personification of evil being aligned against him. And still Jesus prayed he continued to touch people's lives he brought peace and he reconciled Jesus actions these simple activities enkindled hope in those who were with him and in us now no matter how little light our lives sometimes appears to have there is a way forward through disease economic hard times, tough family situations, whatever comes our way, there is always hope in Him. Hope not from wishful thinking, but a hope that comes from the Almighty and demonstrated for us through seemingly small acts of prayer, being with others, speaking grace, and forgiving. Friends, nothing can stand against hope. And when we feel the world on our shoulders, when nothing seems to go right, the strength of our Lord is always there for us. For today, let each of us try to find just one way to inspire hope in others and inspire the same within our own souls. Amen. Please join with me as we continue with the Lord's Prayer. Amen. Almighty and eternal God, so draw our hearts to you, so guide our minds, so fill our imaginations, so control our wills, that we may be wholly yours, utterly dedicated unto you. And then use us, we pray, as you will and always to your glory and the welfare of your people, through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen.